Made Up Audio Productions presents Gather the Suspects Episode 4 Stairs, Lies and Videotapes Mr Khan I was just I mean Kara, I'm very disappointed in you Snooping in the Thompson's apartment like this. How did you know... Wait. You're not the killer, are you? (laughs) No, Cara, dear. There have been two murders in the past week. I've literally spent the last 48 hours glued to the CCTV. It was hard not to notice you and your partner in crime guiltily sneaking in. Veronica, I can see you hiding behind the sofa. Please, come out. Oh... Hello, Mr. Khan. I was just looking for... If the next few words out of your mouth aren't, I'm very sorry, Mr. Khan, for our youthful exuberance. We promise it won't happen again. I'll be forced to call the police. For all the good that would do. We're really sorry. Sorry? Yeah, yeah, she said it won't won't happen happen again. again. The two of you are very lucky that it was me and not someone else that spotted your little game of Mission Impossible. I'm sure you'll both be glad to know Alex and Gethin are safe and well and staying with Gethin's parents. Somehow I missed them leaving on the CCTV at the time. And Alex rang to say they left in such a panic she thought she'd left the apartment unlocked and that I could go have a look. So, really, this is kind of your fault. I'm choosing to treat that as a joke and will ignore it. Honestly, sneaking in? What were you two thinking? I'm sorry, Mr K. I think with everything going on, we maybe just let things take over and get out of hand. Hello? Oh, hey, Maitre. What now? Okay, I'll be there in a second. I'm sorry, that was Maitre. I have to go. Sorry again, Mr. Khan. Veronica, you've been saved by the bell, it would seem. Sorry, Lucas is, you know... Coward. Kara, let's have a little talk. Come and join me on the balcony. (sighs) Damn. Here comes the I'm-not-annoyed-just-disappointed speech. It's still amazing to me that we can see our neighbour's lights just there over the channel, but we won't be setting foot there for a long time. When I was little, we used to spend our holidays in Bristol, just there, where you can see that cluster of lights. That would be Western Supermare. While we were happily splashing in the sea and building sandcastles, we never once could have imagined at the time what would happen to our country. Well... This isn't going how I imagined it would. I'm sure one day we'll be able to go back. You may be, Kara, but I'm almost 75. I've made my peace with the fact that things won't get much better for a while, and when they inevitably do, I'm unlikely to be here to see it. Inevitably? Just as history warned us that this would happen, and we chose to ignore the signs... History also shows us that despotic regimes tend to fall as quickly as they rise. 
we, countries like Wales that fought off oppression, will rebuild and shine a light to the rest of the world. Then, those who are being oppressed will rise up. Eventually. It certainly doesn't feel that way at the moment. As they say, it is often darkest before dawn. A platitude, sure. But you can only push people so much before they break. Tell that to the people in North Korea, or China. How many years have those dictatorships held for? I admire your optimism, but I'm not sure it'll be all sandcastles and sunbathing by summer. You may be right. But eventually they will. And, Kara, we are free. At least for the moment. All we can do is make sure we improve things, bit by bit. Make sure the next generation doesn't have to deal with the fallout from our mistakes. And, eventually, the day will come. Whether we are here to see it or not is another matter. Look, Kara, I'm not annoyed about what you did. Oh, there it is. I know we all do crazy things every once in a while. Do you know why I agreed that you guys could look into Dan Harris's murder? To annoy Giles Hampson? <laughs> well, that is definitely a pleasant side effect. But, no. I honestly think that you three are the best place to solve this. Of course, the best person to solve it would have been Daniel himself. But it's harder to do when you're the one who's been murdered. You used to be a journalist, and a damn fine one at that. And Geraint is easily the most intelligent person in these flats, not to mention the most level-headed. And Jack? A childlike curiosity, coupled with an ability to say the unsayable. Who better to cut through all the bull? Look, I really don't want you to blow it by doing something stupid. I know you don't like Alex and Gethin, but you need to work past it. They aren't killers. Vapid, pretentious and annoying? Potentially. Killers? No. How can you be so sure? You three aren't the only ones capable of solving a mystery, you know. In my days at the Foreign Office, I was required to solve a tricky situation or two. Jack thinks you were a spy, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, that boy has an overactive imagination. Just the ticket for solving a murder case. So, you weren't? Hmm, you know, official secrets and all that. As the UK no longer exists. Not sure you're still bound. Let's just say that if a bit of light breaking and entering is needed to crack this case, maybe you'd be better letting me handle it in the future. Oh, it's open. Hello? Oh, God. Jack is going to have a field day with this one. Hello? Through here, gentlemen. We're on the balcony. You won't say anything to Jack, will you? He'll never let me live it down. Don't worry, it'll be our secret. Just don't let me catch you doing anything so silly again. What's going on here then? Secret meetings, is it? Huh? <laughs> hey, where's Alex and Gethin? I, uh, um... Alex and Gethin are staying with family until this whole thing blows over. They called and asked me to check they'd closed up okay. Kara was just helping me check everything was secure. Yeah. Yes. I was just on my way to see Will and James and bumped into Mr. Kanye. 
on my way past, you know, to, to Will and James's flat and the door was open and I was helping uh, with the... Uh... And now we should lock up and take our leave. You have people to talk to, no doubt, and I have a busy night of watching the CCTV cameras ahead. Yeah, we should really get on. But just before you go, me and G just went to Amelia's flat. You'll be relieved to hear she is fine. Well, you spoke to her. Uh-huh. And interesting it was, too. I recorded it again. Wanna listen? Hope Amelia's okay. Must be a horrible situation for her. It's not like she really knows many people in the building, either. Yeah. She seemed nice enough when I spoke to her before. What are we going to do with this man, sir? Dunno, just carry on questioning the other residents, I suppose. But what if she's hurt? What if, you know, the killer... I'm sure she's fine, yeah. She might just not want to see anyone. She might just want some time alone to grieve. We'll soon find out. You do any honours? Amelia, it's Jack and Geraint from the second floor. Amelia? We just noticed you've not been about much and wanted to, um... Oh, hey guys. You want to come in? Ah, oh, thanks. We just wanted to stop by and say hi. Will and James mentioned that they hadn't seen you for a couple of days, so I thought we'd pop in. How are you doing? I'm okay. I guess. I'm sorry. <sighs> I didn't realise that I'd been missed. That's good. You sure, though? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm just tired. The doctor gave me these pills to help me sleep. I didn't realise how strong they were. (sighs) I've been pretty much out of it since yesterday afternoon. I'm sorry. Have people been knocking here? Yeah, Will and James have been over a couple of times. They just got a bit worried when you didn't answer. Jeez, these things must be stronger than I thought. Uh, I need a coffee. Can I get you guys anything? Nothing for me, thanks. Oh, do you have any of that nice coffee from last time left? Oh, uh, I think so. Let me look. I hope I haven't missed anything about Danny. No, I'm afraid not, no. There has, however, been another incident. Oh, God. Another murder? Who? How? Yeah, unfortunately. It was Mrs. Patel-Smith. Lived next door to Jimmy Rich on the 6th. Oh, not Linda. You knew her? Well, she used to drop by for a coffee. Tanny used to say that everyone knew Linda, and Linda made sure that she knew everyone. Or at least their business. Oh, that's horrible. Why her? I think it's because she knew who killed Dan. What? How? We're not sure yet. She left us a note to meet her, but by the time we arrived, she was already, you know. Oh, guys. I'm sorry. Did you find her? That's horrible. As terrible as Dan's death has been for me, I just can't imagine if I... I mean, if I had to see him, like... We'll get over it. We're now just glad that you are safe and well. We were worried. 
I can see why people were so keen to reach me now. We have to look out for each other, right? Thanks. If you don't mind, there are some things we found out over the past couple of days that might help us solve things. Are you up to answering some more questions? It might help us piece together some of the puzzle. Uh, yeah, sure. Anything to help? How long has it been since Dan stepped down from the police? Oh, I'm not sure in total. It was before we met. He used to tell me all these stories about the separation and how the police were drafted in to help secure the border. So sometime after 2021, but before 2023. But I can't be more certain than that. That's okay. Did Dan still talk to any of his old police buddies? A few. Every now and again. They'd talk to each other on the phone and reminisce about the good old days. Did they ever talk about any specific cases or any particular unsolved cases? With the other guys? No. But Danny always had his head stuck in old cases. Uh, there was one particular one that he used to drag out any time he needed a bit of, um, mental stimulation, as he called it. Any idea what it was? Not in great detail. He used to say that he didn't want to give me nightmares by going through the grim details. I do know that it was a series of murders across the UK, but right from the 80s through to now. Danny seemed convinced that they were connected somehow. Before the police disbanded, Danny said that he spent a lot of time going between the police forces trying to convince people to relook at the murders. But they didn't care. Why open up a 30-year-old murder case on a hunch? Do you think it's got something to do with Danny's passing? Hmm. Might well do. But it's hard to say without more detail. Do you know where he kept his files? Yeah, it's on his laptop. Oh, funny, really. You always think it'll be a whiteboard with bits of string connecting pictures, like in the movies. But Danny was always one for technology. Uh, I'm useless, though, I'm afraid. I don't even know how to turn the bloody thing on. Would you mind if we took a look at it? No, of course not. If it helps. I don't suppose that Dan was also the kind of guy who wrote his passwords down in a safe place? Oh, I'm not sure. I'll have to have a hunt around. Cool, no hurry. Jackson always fancied himself as a bit of a hacker. Amelia, you said that Linda used to come around for coffee. How often was this? Oh, at least once a week. Danny was always out and about, so I think she thought he'd be the best source of gossip. I'm sorry, that's a terrible thing to say about someone who's just died. No, it's true. I was close to Linda, and I can definitely say that she was a gossip. It's important that if we're going to find out the truth in this case, sometimes we're going to have to say things that might seem... Disrespectful? Yeah, disrespectful. But it's important to work out the chain of events, to be honest. Did Dan ever talk about his old cases with Linda? Not as far as I know. Uh, but it's possible. I wasn't always here and he may have thought Linda would enjoy the gory details. One thing I have to ask you about is something a few people have mentioned. First off, and I want to stress that absolutely no one is accusing you of anything here. Are you sure? Not even Giles and Jillian? Yeah, well, okay. Most people aren't accusing you of anything, but a few people saw you and Dana arguing the day before he died. Can I ask you what that was about? Oh, that? Oh, how mortifying. 
At the time, I don't think we even realized we were putting on such a show. Honestly, Danny was such a sweetie, but he would get very jealous. He doesn't... didn't. Like my Pilates instructor, Jean-Philippe. I told him I thought he was being ridiculous, and we had a bit of a tiff. We really didn't expect everyone to see, and when I got home, Danny had realized how stupid he had been. It's hard, you know? When the world has gone to hell and you spend most of your time in the same four walls. Sometimes it just gets on top of people and they go off about little things. Yeah, know the feeling. Thanks, Amelia. We'll leave you rest. You've been really helpful. Thanks, but I really don't feel it. Now you got my little grey cells working. I'm not sure what it all means yet, but I'm convinced it's something. You have our numbers if you need anything, right? And maybe don't take so many sleeping tablets tonight. Yeah, if you need to sleep, you can always just listen to Jimmy Rich tell stories about the famous people he's met. <laughs> Thank you, guys. If I find the passwords, I'll text you straight away. Hmm, that is interesting. So Dan was working an old case. Sound significant? Hopefully. But you just need to figure out what it was. I don't suppose you can use any of your old, um, connections to help us get into this laptop? <laughs> oh, yes. From my spying days, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, my life hasn't been that interesting, Jack. And even if it were, they were very much the analogue days, I'm afraid. Oh, um, never mind. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Right. I must be off. Important codes to crack and government secrets to steal. Good luck, all. We left Mr Khan and a back climbing yet another flight of stairs to go check on Rishi. Poor guy. Mr Khan was right. It's a good job you found me and V snooping and not someone else. Like, God forbid, Giles sod in Hampson. I could have put a whole investigation at risk. I let my personal feelings get in the way. Stupid, Cara. Stupid. Well, I agree with you that Emilia definitely is an our killer. If she is, she's a very good actor. That's what worries me. What? Well... Of all the people we've spoken to, none of them seem like they could be a killer. Which means at least one person is a very good actor. Well, she seems genuinely nice, so I hope it isn't her. What do you make of Dapper looking at his old cases? You think it's something significant or a blind alley? I'm not sure yet, but it seems significant. If only we could get to what was on that hard drive. What do you think, Kay? Hmm? Sorry. Okay. Seem a bit distracted. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. But it's just. Do you guys think I'm judgmental? Well, I hope so. But it'd be much harder to solve this crime. <laughs> That's not what I meant. What if I'd let my judgment be clouded by personal feelings? We all go with our guts sometimes. It's human nature. Yeah, take our Jackie boy here. This time yesterday, he was accusing Giles Hampson of murder on nothing but a wing and a prayer. Sometimes when there's seemingly no logic in a situation, you just have to go with what feels right at the time. I 
guess. Uh, don't worry, we won't bring up the fact you broke into the Thompsons' flat. What? I mean, how, how did you... just help him lock the door, being a good girl scout. No way did you make the leap from that. You're not that good of a detective yet. Cara, that cuts me deeply. We bumped into a very guilty-looking Veronica on the stairs. Very keen to be anywhere else she was. She rattled you out, I'm afraid. Torag. I can't believe she broke so easily. Crumbled like a block of feta cheese. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I could have ruined everything. It's fine. Who knows? With so few leads, your hunch could have turned out to be right. I mean, it didn't, but... <laughs> and you nearly ended up as a wanted criminal. But I could have, and that's good enough for us. Thanks, guys. Now, can we get back to the case at hand? Right. So, I think once we've checked in on Rishi, we should call in on Mr and Mrs Jones then. We must have climbed the equivalent of Snowdon over the past few days. If I never have to walk up another step after this is over, I'll die a happy woman. Oh, crap. There's Jimmy leaving the Hampsons. Thanks for the cupboard, Gillian. Always a pleasure. And mind you tell Giles about the pool now. We don't want your geezer having a heart attack, do we? Oh, Mr. Rich. <laughs> Please, Jimmy. You are always welcome in mon maison, Jimmy. <laughs> Don't mind us. You two carry on. Um, whatever this is. Oh, it's you three. Just on our way to see Rishi. Oh, terrible business. Give him my best, boys. I was just showing Mrs. Amson here some of the videos of me and my partner treading the boards. You don't have to explain yourself to the likes of them. You're a partner, Jim. Yeah, so we became famous, man. Yeah, the blacks were all the rage back then. Morecambe and Wise, Little and Large, Cannon and Ball. The two Ronnies. Oh, don't mention those bloody charlatans to me. Me and Jim taught them everything. And then they stole our name. Oh, hit a nerve. You were both Jimmies? Yeah, it was a bitsy. The two Jimmies, you know. Same name, different in every way. Jim Pickens, he was a tall athletic one, and I was... You know, the handsome one. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry. Then those bastards stole our bit. Oh, sorry to hear that. So, what happened? Well, we changed our name to Rich Pickens and took our revenge by living life to the full. We had our share of success, mind, despite that setback. I'm sure you did. Comedian of the year 1986, after all. Huh. What those two old gits get... The Royal Variety Show, granted. But who wants to go bowing and scraping to the Queen anyway, eh? Yeah, that's the spirit, Jim. Look, well, I got you here. Why don't you borrow it? See what some real comedians at the top of their game can do. Thanks. Oh, a VHS. Rich Pickens, live at Aberdeer. Uh. Thanks. We'll enjoy this later. Nice one, boyos. Oh, and girlie, you won't regret it. Now, I must be off. Thanks again, Gillian, for your quarter. Always welcome, Mr Rich. Bye, boyos. Is there any reason you three miscreants are still here? Move along, please. 
or I'll report you to Mr. Khan for loitering. Okay, okay, we're going. Well, that was... Weird. Yeah, wonder what's going on there. I never want to wonder anything if it involves Gillian Hampson and physical intimacy. Especially now with Jimmy Rich. Oh, don't even go there. That was horrifying, no doubt. But didn't you find it odd the way you reacted when Kay brought up the two Ronnies? Yeah, he got really irritated. And, given how many stories we've had to sit through over the years, why have we never heard about this other Jimmy before? Possibly a mystery for another time. We're trying to solve a murder, yeah? I guess we should probably try and watch this thing, so at least we can tell him we did. If he asks, I mean. Who still has a VHS? Do we even have a VHS player? Mm, I don't know, Jack. Maybe the same person who owns an antique tape cassette recorder? Cassettes are retro cool again. Yeah, who doesn't want tape hiss all over their favourite songs? Uh, seeing as you two are busy, shall I knock? Thanks for coming to check on me, guys. No worries, dude. How are you holding up? Oh, you know, just doing what I can each day. It's nice that you guys have come around, though. Keeps my mind kind of busy. Rishi is making coffee. I think he just wants to keep busy. Linda's gone. I can't even imagine what he's going through. Such a surprise. We are close. Came out of the blue. I can feel it. We have fragments. Pieces of a jigsaw that don't yeah, seem to make a picture. To we just need one or two more pieces and the whole image will reveal itself. Yeah, it's to be expected. Rish, you up for going through some details? Look, don't push yourself. I think we're onto something, you, and even the smallest thing might help us solve this thing. Yeah, anything, man. If it'll help find who did this to Linda. Whoever it was obviously worked out that Linda knew. Do you guys see anything or anyone? No, not as far as I know. But I was down with Mr. K, so, I mean, there could have been. Oh, God. If only I'd been here, she'd still be around. Hey, don't think like that. You were doing what you thought was best for everyone, Linda included. Yeah, and if I knew Linda, she wouldn't have wanted us to be sulking around the flat. She wanted us to be out. Finding out what was going on. I know we've been through this before, but can you think of anything that happened that was unusual or out of the ordinary on the day that Dan was killed? Anything that might have caused Linda to follow up on her suspicions or questions? None. I was walking up the stairs past your door when I heard Mrs. Hampson screaming. Linda was at home. She said she came out to see what the noise was and ran straight to the lift. So she didn't mention anything out of the ordinary to you? Nope. Nothing. When you came by the other day, Linda mentions that she had seen Jimmy Rich with the other residents when she opened the door. But she couldn't have, right? Jimmy was on tour. Yeah, she figured she must have been mistaken. At the time of day, most people were home, so there were a lot of doors opening and closing. It was probably the Kilburns in 608. They were all set at the end of the hallway, next to Jimmy. But apart from that, nothing out of the ordinary at all. At least, that she mentioned to me... Could it have been someone else entirely? What? Like the killer escaping? Possibly. But, I mean, that raises more questions than it solves. Like, how could they just disappear? Ah, you're probably right. She was mistaken. Amelia told us that Linda used to go visit her and Dan a lot. She also told us that Dan was working on some old case. We don't know what it was yet, but... Do you know if he and Linda ever discussed it? 
No, I don't know. But probably. You know Linda. <sighs> well, knew Linda. She liked a good chat. Dan was always feeding her stories from his old police days and she loved it. And do you know which case this might have been? We feel that it might hold the key to solving why someone wanted to kill Dan and Linda. I don't. I'm really sorry. She knew I didn't really like all that. Gruesome tales about others' misfortunes. You know, kids disappearing, brutal murders. So she just used to tell me that they'd had a whale of a time and that would be it. That's okay. It was a long shot. We didn't even know if the two were really connected yet. It just seems kind of coincidental, you know? The only two people who knew about this case, presuming Linda did, are now dead. Amelia seems to think that Dan had recently had a breakthrough on a case. Do you know if Linda had been to see Dan the day he died? It's entirely possible. She usually went up for a quick coffee every day while I was at work. But if there was something that big, surely she would have told me. I guess. Maybe Dan didn't have all the details figured out yet. But after his death, Linda managed to fill in the blanks? Possibly. It all seems a bit too surreal to be true. Like something out of a TV show. Do you guys really believe it was someone from the flats and not just some random attacks? It's starting to look more likely. Wouldn't you say, Jack? Hmm? What is Jack up to? He's just staring out the window. Oh, by the way, Jimmy Rich and Mrs. Hampson send their regards. That callous old shrew? Really? Well, not really. But she was there at the time that Jimmy did, at least. Not a fan of our resident Mary Whitehouse, then? Goodness, no. She had it in for us since Linda found out about Dan breaking up with their daughter. Actually, scrap that. I don't think she was ever a fan. Not sure she ever approved of our marriage. Ugh. Does she approve of anything? Ha, <laughs> no. But after Linda found out about Dan and Amelia, the hostility definitely increased. I don't think Linda ever told anyone, but, you know, she wasn't always one to be discreet. Seriously, what is Jack doing? He's now... He's moving round the room and peering curiously out the window every time he moves position. Do you think that Mrs Hampson could have hated Linda enough to... You know. No, I don't know anymore. Anything and nothing seems possible. It's like a horrific nightmare that won't end. I know. You know that we're always here if you need anything. And we're doing our best to find the person that did this. Isn't that right, Jack? Hmm? What? Oh, yeah, of course. Rishi, do you have a computer? Uh, yeah. It's in the spare room. Why? Can I possibly use it for a minute? Jack, what's got into you? It's no time to mess around. I got a hunch. You mind, Rish? By all means. Help yourself. The password is password1. If only Dapper Dan had such great respect for his digital security as Linda Patel-Smith. Thanks. I won't be long. Hey, it's us. We thought we'd pop in and see how... Oh, hi guys. We didn't realise you were here. That's okay, James. We aren't stopping. We just came to see how Rishi was doing. How are you guys holding up? Oh, you know us. Keeping busy to keep our minds off things. Hey, while you're here, did you see Linda at all yesterday? Nah, not really. 
when we were off to the food bank about, about four, we saw her in the doorway talking to Jimmy Rich. He was leaving for a show. We said hi. She said she had to go do something because she had something on the stove. And we left. Strange. Did she seem normal to you guys? Yeah, she was smiling away as usual. Then we walked down to the car park with Jimmy and that was the last we saw of her. Thanks, guys. Thanks for that, Ish. Oh, hi, guys. Didn't you come in? Hi. Hey. Did you find what you were looking for? Damn thing. I can barely even work out how to turn it on. Yeah. I think I did. Glad you're doing okay, Rish. Look, we better get on, but give us a text if you need us, okay? Will do. Bye, guys. I'm beat. That was a busy day. Breaking and entering can do that to you. Hey, I thought we weren't bringing that up again. Sorry, Kay. Temptation got too much. Frustrating day, too. So much information, but still no solid clues. Jack, why are you so quiet? Yeah, you went all weird at Rishi's. And what was all that about with the computer? Did you find something? I did. I'm just not quite sure what it means yet. Looks like Linda was much more informed about Dapper Dan's or cases than Rishi realised. Their browser history was absolutely full of news reports about murders, unexplained deaths and missing persons. There was an old Excel doc too. All the deaths had dates and locations going all the way back to the early 80s. You think it's linked to Dan's case? Uh, it looks that way. Time will tell, I guess. We really need to get at Dan's laptop. That will be the key. But what about the rest of your weird behaviour? What was so interesting out of that window? Well, you see... I noticed that Linda's writing desk had moved, and from where it was, you can see Jim. Oh, sorry, that's me. Hiya, Kara speaking. Oh, hi. Oh. Oh, really? Now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, right, yeah, we'll be there now. Thanks. Bye. Ta. That was Mr. Khan. He's called an emergency meeting. He said we should prepare ourselves. We probably aren't going to like it. We'd better get going. You've been listening to Gather the Suspects. In episode four, the suspects were Beth and Reese as Cara, James Morgan as Jack, Edward Llewellyn as Geraint, Boggy Bondor as Veronica, Tien Pham as Mr. Khan and Rishi, Erin Pinnell as Amelia, Corinne Strickett as Mrs. Hampson, Jonathan Evans as Jimmy Rich and James, and Magnus Carlson as Will. All of the voices were provided by the cast. Gather the Suspects was written and directed by Jonathan Evans, with sound design and audio production by Luke Wilhelm. Follow us on Twitter at gtsus underscore pod for updates on the show. And remember to hit subscribe in your favourite podcast app to be notified each time we release a new episode. Transcripts of the show can be found on our website and in the episode descriptions. 
next time on Gather the Suspects. Episode 5, Pants are for Winners. 